Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, episode 154. Racking them up. <laughs> yeah, nice. Like I say that every week at the moment. I'm your host, Rick Shields. I'm here with co-host Guy. Um, there's been loads of golf on this weekend, but I'm really sorry to disappoint everybody listening and watching. Uh, I know I've not watched a great deal, and I'm pretty sure you've not either. No. So this is a golf podcast where we might not talk about the most relevant stories in golf this week. Well, that's fine, because we know that people listen to these podcasts, like, in the future, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll be, like, looking back, and they won't care who won what events. And more importantly, you won't know, like, more. the more impressive matters is I had two crumpets for my breakfast this morning, Yeah. and you this weekend had a sole pint, solo pint in yeah, Manchester. I did. So we've just been talking about this before the podcast and thought we'd bring it up. But anyway, no, in, hopefully in this week's podcast we can bring you some fantastic content. <laughs> We're hoping somewhere from somehow. You know what worries me? I feel like the people that listen to the podcast, so they're in the car, they're on the run or whatever, they can deal with this kind of start that's a bit slow and a bit trite. We know that YouTube viewers don't have very long attention, so if someone's just turned this video on now and gone, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) We've lost them. They've gone forever. Well, don't, because there's some fantastic content coming and honestly i flicked through some of the questions today from you guys the fans and there are some absolute barry belters so there'll be some content coming your way because i'm gonna answer some questions today which i don't think i've ever answered anywhere in the world oh now i'm gonna be sticking around if i was listening to this i would be so sticking around but we've had as always as well we've had some great emails and uh, if you want emails the email is podcast at rickshields.com correct um you've actually got really good at doing that recently (laughs) Shouldn't be that hard, should it no. really? 154 episodes down the line. But you've so got it. we've got emails. Um, I also want to tell the story because we've not had an opportunity yet on the podcast to talk about. Oh, we did do press week about how our manic filming week last week. Yes. My round of golf with Andy Carter that wasn't filmed on camera. A yes. casual round of golf, which I've almost never done. Which oh, because this was filmed. With, yeah, the last podcast was ages ago, actually in real life. Yeah. Since that. There's been two live events, yeah. which I'll be honest with you, I've watched all of 10 minutes of. That's standard. Um, and don't really know a great deal about those two events this year, at this time round. I feel like because they've gone now more east, because mm. it was Asia, yes. Bangkok, and then this week it was in Saudi Arabia, I feel like the time difference has thrown me out a lot more, where when it's been over in the States, you can watch it at night. Yeah, yeah, I'm much more in tune with it because it's on It's on a more reasonable time for me. But it's a strange time for golf because it doesn't feel like the seasons have really started. Well, they've not really have they, no. let's be honest. It's like the new year where it proper gets going. And like I think you hit the nail on the head a while ago, and I wasn't as sure when you said it, and now it's actually making more sense. There's just too much because you've got, obviously, USPGA Tour, you've got the DP World Tour, you've got Live. 
Aramco this weekend. Aramco. Ladies event in New York. Same with the men's game. It's like, which one do you follow? Do you follow all three? If you love watching golf, you're in for a treat it's a lot to watch, but it, it's quite a lot to consume, isn't it? This weekend, I had an opportunity. I was uh, Saturday afternoon. I was there with the family. Uh, my daughter sat on my knee watching TV. I thought, you know what? I'm going to pop the golf on. I'm going to see what's happening because I looked on the leaderboard and our friend, Min Woo Lee, was doing pretty well at Valderrama, one of the hardest golf courses in the world, which I want to talk about in this podcast because uh, I'll come to that in a minute about Valderrama. But I popped it on Sky and we watched about probably 25 minutes of Min Woo Lee and a few of his other players. It wasn't very entertaining. <laughs> Not Nobody's fault, as in none of the players' fault, but it just was a bit flat. Like, again, because I don't really know why I'm watching. I'm not invested in it as part of Min Woo Lee hopefully winning. I'm not really watching it from a standpoint of it being a major. Like, whoever won that Spanish event this year, th- this week, wasn't that bothered. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I, I can't quite put my finger on it at the moment. I feel like with so much golf happening, I've been coming less bothered about it, mm. which is worrying me because somebody who is a golf fan and who loves consuming content... If I'm not consuming it, is the average Joe Bloggs who isn't that into golf consuming it? It's a weird one though, isn't it, with golf? Because I think if you played football, soccer, for those in America, and you're either, you know, play a five-a-side or you play 11-a-side just to try and keep fit or whatever, I would imagine that literally 99.9% of people that play football obviously watch football. But equally, I don't know what the stats are. I'd love to find this out of how many people actually play golf, watch golf. Mm. Certainly around the majors, I'm sure mm. people do tune in. But it's quite a big commitment, isn't it, every week to watch the golf. And that now there's three different tours to choose yeah. from. Where yeah, do you start? And obviously, um, the PGA Tour this week were in um, Japan at the Zoho Championship. Zozo Championship. Um, just just so much, too much golf this weekend yeah. it was and and it does it worries me that you can't the, the best way of consuming content at the moment is on instagram or twitter through youtube rick shields golf <laughs> on youtube that's the best content um yeah because it's because it's uh yeah it is actually give, right, give me give me three reasons why your content is better than the pj tour i don't make as many birdies so it's more relatable yeah okay i sometimes top it or shank it so it's more relatable more relatable um you can watch it on your time true and really, the, the longest videos we ever make is about 50 minutes. Too long, that. Yeah, but if you've got 50 minutes, you, you're not going to spend... To watch a full tournament, it's what? 4, 8, 12, 16, 20 hours. I've got a question for you. Go on. I want the honest answer. I think I know it. But do you watch YouTube on the toilet? Oh, 100%. Do you reckon statistically, there was always somebody in the world on the toilet watching your videos? Yes. But there isn't it right yeah, now. Well, right now, <laughs> I'm going to look at this stat. Right now, uh, let me see. How do I do this? You, you're better you can than Go on me. YouTube Studio real time. Real time. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Give me a minute. Uh, real, t- real time. Okay, yeah. In the last hour, we've had 12,000 people watching videos. In the last hour? In the last hour, sorry. Some of those have got to be on the toilet. Yeah. That 100%. Yeah. I wonder where, this would be a good email or, or let us know any of the social media links. Where's the weirdest place you've either listened to the podcast or watched a Rick Shields video? Like, what could the weirdest one be? Funeral. 
That'd be yeah. a bit of a weird one, that wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, you're you're AirPodding, listening to us chatter along while you're at a funeral. Yeah, that would be weird. There's one. Um, I remember that one we got tweeted or you got tweeted. Of the, was it the groom on his top table at his yeah, wedding watching really Break Seventy Five? That was really good fun. Um, where else would be a really weird place? Like if you are a dentist, mm-hmm. you know when you go to a dentist, they have my the dentist mu- watches the videos. Like they have the music on, don't they? Yeah. Imagine if instead of having the music on. You constantly put in the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast. That'd be a good way to get listens up. So all your view, all your dentist guys are already scared. They're already terrified. Most people anyway going to the dentist. Lie down and all you can hear is is us a couple of northerners chatting a, a bit about golf and crumpets. Yeah. Talk tell me about crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've had not enough crumpet talk. Wow, okay. There was a slight um malfunction there with the cameras, so hopefully that's not been not ruined the podcast. Who should we blame? Uh, Matt yeah as always so if you've had if you've got something you want to tell us email us podcastrickshields.com but we've had some good ones this week Rick and just a quick note I think I said this last time with the length of emails I've had loads more long ones we do read them but we might not read them out on the show because they're too long but we've also had some shorter ones I've got a super short one here okay. off Jeremy fellas please explain the science behind putting without a glove I've always I always put with my glove on the few times I take it off to see if I notice a difference I don't know is any difference. Should I be taking my glove off to put? Well, it's two factors here okay. that come into play. Okay. Number one factor is the feel. Having your naked hands <laughs> wrapped around that A beautiful nice flat grip. It gives you the kind of feeling through your fingers. Like putting is a very sensual method. Okay. Motion. Keep talking. And you know. You wouldn't wear your glove in the bedroom, as everybody knows. So, Would you not? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so having having the naked hands pressed up against the grip allows you to control the pressure of your hands mm-hmm. to allow you to, to feel the sweat. If you are sweating a little bit, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Feel it, embrace it. Lube it up. Too <laughs> going too far now. Um, and, then, and then it's all about feel. Yeah. The second factor, which I think might be the most important factor, is the coolness of it. It's fashion. It's all out fashion, isn't it? Let's be honest. If you're not hitting your shot into the green and knowing full well that ball's on the green and you're not ripping your glove off, folding it, and just caressing it into your back right pocket, yeah. are you even a golfer? I'm a more of a back left guy, I think. Oh, I'm yeah? back right, let me think. No. I switch it. Whoa. But sometimes I'll actually just put my glove... I actually quite like golf bags when they have a little Velcro bit on the side. Yeah, that, that's that's you definitely can, a trend. You can stick it on there. But it's very strange. It's such a simple thing, isn't it? But like everybody pretty much puts out the glove on. Well, it's not always been that case. And it hasn't. Because you look at players like Jack Jack Nicholas, he was always grip on, glove on. Um, you've had very famous golfers over the years put with gloves on without question. But I, I feel like it was the era of... Was it was it Tiger? It probably was Tiger, wasn't it? Let's be honest. He would have. I think it might have been just before that, but I think he was definitely the one that everyone commented, but co- uh, blah, 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 copied what he did. You know who, who I think also would have done it really cool, like David Deval. Mm. He'd done it quite swaggery, wouldn't he? Yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's it's a thing that I certainly grew up just never putting my glove on. I remember, you know, if you play with a golfer and they put with a glove on, you kind of give them a bit of a funny side eye look, like, really? You being you being you into this? Have you ever done any weird things copying off tour pros when you were younger that you thought was quite cool? Well, club twirl. Club twirl. Like, I was desperate to learn how to club twirl. Yeah. Um, luckily, it was quite it came quite natural to Hit me. the green from 50 yards, just club twirl. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's something you definitely copy off tour pros. Um, like the, You've seen it loads on, on um, 
the social over the last few years where you almost walk with the putter. Yeah, like you, and it's like, like a bit of a swag. It's like as if your caddy's got the bag and you're walking with the putter. Yeah, like so that that's one. something you definitely do. Um, one thing I definitely did, and I, and I saw it way back at Royal Lytham years ago in the Ladies' Open, and, and she was famous for it in... Um, uh, Dame Laura Davis mm-hmm. would never tee it up on some holes. Would never tee it up on some holes. Would would not tee it up on some holes. Yes. Chuck the ball down. Get the club head and like dig it. Yeah, like a reverse divot almost. So th- so the ground just stood up a little bit. You pop your ball on it, and I remember seeing her hit driver off it. Dead windy. She bulleted this driver. I still do that quite a bit on par threes now and again. So that's definitely something I copied off pro off mm. tour pros. Um, the Picking one thing I always do, and I reckon you've maybe noticed me doing it, and I've definitely picked it up from tour pros. Have you noticed what I do when I get my golf ball out the hole a lot of the time? You like tap the hole with it. I like tap the side of the hole, yeah. and that's something again I've stolen off tour pros because as if like, and from part of me as well is a little bit superstitious. Cause I think, well, if I just tap the hole here and repair it and make it perfect, surely. The golf gods will will one day <laughs> return the love and allow me to actually get some balls going lipping in the hole rather than lipping out. Yeah, but then what's weird is then when you start waving to the crowd, but there's no crowd there. <laughs> so you're not actually at all, bro. Tipping my hat. Yeah. Um, but we've had a story. I've got to read for you. So I'm sure you'll remember the fake hole in one we had a few weeks ago, where a guy had a guy playing behind him hit a nice shot, yes. and he put it in the hole. We've had one that borderline beats it so this is um it's a family situation and it's a strange one so i'm going to read it to you a little story for you feel feel free to err my brother and i are 18 months apart and got into golf when we were about 11 or 12 years old our mother had been invited to a corporate golf day and went to driving range to get back into swinger things we both joined her hit a few balls and got excited and got into the game be like you with your mum from what i believe right yeah Having not picked up a club for 25 years herself, she wasn't really impressing anybody with her skills. But the three of us um, got got into it and hit the public golf course a couple of times a month, and my brother and I um, would hone our skills. A few months into this, there was one hole where my mother and I hit drives into the fairway. But my brother hooked his uh, tee shot in some thick rough. My mum took her second shot towards an elevated blind green from about 140 yards. She hit it pretty solid, Seemed very happy with it uh, from what she could see. But then she went to go and help my brother look for his golf ball. I walk up to the green to search out for mine and mum's second shots. And my mother's shot was as good as she thought. It was about 10 foot from the hole. I see that she isn't paying attention to the direction of that I'm in on the green. So I casually kick the ball across the green and into the hole. and starting to look for my golf ball. As her and my brother come up towards the um, green, my mum... Looks a bit confused. She can't find her golf ball. So I say, better check the hole. Yep, an eagle. <laughs> she gets rather excited and giddy about it. And 25 years later, I have never told my mum about what I did. And she is still dining out on that shot today. Sorry, mum. Wow. That's that's evil, that. Pure and utter evil. Because you know why that's evil? There's two reasons why. Firstly, it's been 25 years of not telling his mother. And secondly, there was no need to do it. No. She'd already hit a good shot. She hit a good shot. 
the last story we had was the guy that kind of hit it onto the green while they were still there, still a little bit angry maybe, whatever. There was no reason to do that to his poor mother. She might have got a genuine birdie. Instead, she got a fake eagle. But weren't weren't the... When the hole-in-one happened last time, was that not a mistake from the guy who was on his own? Yeah, but he thought it was his mate, sorry, behind him. Yeah. yeah, I thought it would be a joke, correct? So it's like more of a jokey yeah. thing, where this was more intentional. Very, very. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this had intent. Yeah, had intent. Like, in, in a court of law, he's not got a leg to stand on here. Where yeah. the other guys, they might just get, they might get off Bands with Bands have gone wrong. Yeah. You, you can get away with that. But this, to your own mother, I mean, I, I, that's un, unexcusable. Um. Yeah, I think if he's come, if he's emailed him for any level of sympathy, he, he's wrong. He's bang out of order. Give me five words to sum him up. Wow. <laughs> um, but don't swear. Evil. Yeah. Connivering. Ooh, connivering. Conniving. But yeah, I'll do. Liar. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Cheat. Yeah. An absolute disgrace of a son. Phony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What a strange. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe just keep that to yourself. Maybe yeah. don't. Have we got his name? Yeah, we have. Let's find him. <laughs> do what with him? <laughs> tell his mum. <laughs> I'll tell you, mum. I think we'll do that thing where we said it years ago on episodes ago in the podcast where as a, as a form of punishment, he has to stand up against the wall and we sting like two irons at his I'd like to do that. Bottom. Yeah. Another email. <laughs> um, it says, Rick, golfer's girlfriend needs your help. Wow. It's okay. not the first. <laughs> Won't be the last. Excuse me? <laughs> um... And it's uh, it's basically, it's from Lena Ferguson. Or is it, yeah, I think it's Liana or Lena. I'm sorry, one of those two. Um, is it, would it be Lena? L-E-A-N-A. Yeah. Okay, I think it's Lena. Hey, guys, hope you're having a good day. Uh, we are. are you having a good day? I think so, so yeah, far. So far, so good. Don't ruin it for us, Lena. Just writing to say that my, me and my boyfriend, Callum, are big fans and always watch your show together. Nice. Callum has got me into golf this year, and it's something I love doing with him and really appreciate him sharing his passion with me. He even got me my first good set of irons for, his, for my birthday this year. What a nice guy. Well done, Callum. Um, he is turning 25 on November the 21st, and it would be a great surprise if you could give him a birthday shout-out on that week's podcast. He's been a big fan of the channel for years. Now, I must admit, I put this email to one side before I kind of read that fine print, so we're going to actually say happy birthday to him now, a month in advance, but okay. better than nothing. At least we're the first people to do it. If you want one actually on the day, go on Rick's cameo. Yeah, check out one. <laughs> This is what you're getting for free. Um, also, if you have any tips or ideas, that would be a good gift to buy a golfer that already has everything. That would be great. After five years of birthdays and Christmases, I'm beginning to run out of ideas. Um, thanks for taking the time to read this and look forward to seeing what you guys have planned for the channel in the future. So happy birthday, Callum, from us and from Lena. Yes, Callum. Straight down this main camera. Callum. Happy birthday, Rick Shields. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I know it's very early, a month early, but hopefully you have a wonderful time. And uh, you can start watching now, Callum. Lena, yeah. two things. I think a great present, and this is I, for everybody listening, genuinely, this is my go-to present for somebody who doesn't know what to buy somebody as a gift. Personalised golf balls. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you can go wrong with it. You're going to use them? You're going to use them. Or you might them. save them? Yeah. I, I just think it's a really safe... Like a nice box of Pro V ones, let's say. So it's like forty odd quid. So it's not a dead cheap present, but you can like personalize the numbers. Mm-hmm. You can have twenty five for his for his birth date. Nice. Is he twenty five? Yeah, he's twenty five, and he's twenty first of November. So you, you can have twenty five on it. Yeah, for his birth for his year of, of birth. His age. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you could then have on the side of it, you could go two routes, okay? okay. You can go lovey-dovey. Like, Give me an example. To my, to my little Callum bear. Nice. Always keep your glove on. Oh, nice. Wink. What kind of glove <laughs> are we talking about? Or you can go comical. Yeah. Okay, like, uh, this ball belongs to Callum. Please return to and yeah. put his phone number. Nice. I love those ones, but you can go different ways, but I just think it's a really safe present. It's not, doesn't cost the world. If you wanted it to cost more, you could just do multiples of that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You could do tw- two dozen, three dozen if you want it to cost a bit more. Um, but I, I would appreciate that present almost for the rest of my days, for the rest of my life. Personalized, nice. Joe Kid, bit lovey dovey, whatever it may be, Pro V1s, personalized number, little message, done. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a better idea than that. I'm kind of struggling. Or potty toilet. Potty putting. Potty toilet. Potty putting. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, horrendous. The, that's the worst gift in the uh, world. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of novelty presents, and the certainly worst. the golf space. Give me give me some that you used to get as a kid. One I've had not even that long ago off my mum was golf pens. So pens, the grip comes off, and that's where the actual pen bit is. So well, that's quite sharp, but, and then, <laughs> and then, yeah, but when would you use that as a pen? I don't know. You would um, They're not great. Um, that potty pot I've had that before that's yeah. horrendous it's like a little mat that you're supposed to go on yeah, not there's, a, a, there's a few really common ones like a, a shot counter yeah how bad is that I know a ball cleaner do you remember Excuse like the, the like the kind of plasticky squashy like, it was like a, and a, inside of it was a sponge yeah, like a shell with a sponge in it yeah. they were terrible I've had before like a, a plastic Christmas tree shape it's probably only this big filled with tea pegs mm-hmm terrible yeah okay they're actually from halfords halfords harrods harrods <laughs> <laughs> they're actually from harrods quite posh teas but a bit of a waste Lem- lindor chocolate balls you see quite a lot i'm not saying that they're rubbish but they come in a pack like a three yeah golf, and it's just kind of like oh you like golf you like chocolate and dead expensive like they're so expensive for what you get i'd rather have loads of dairy milk yeah cream egg bars and another good actually a really boring but good present would actually be a glove but you kind of get the size yeah, but- i just think that really hard to buy you know what if someone bought you a glove they bought you like a phaser yeah large i'd, I'd get out of the box you know what i mean i'd get out of the box hold it and slap them across the face with it like well, it's a terrible present then right because they get you they get your size wrong and it wouldn't be the glove that you would what's like what's wrong with phaser it's, do would you have a phaser glove no right <laughs> 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 and that leads me into my next email about brand snobbery um what a good segue nice, that, that was. was brilliant so this is from aldo and he says i guess i am a brand snob as well i love my tightest golf clubs but i've tried other brands especially in wedges and woods i even had kirkland wedges and i loved them after i re-gripped them which is a first shout because the grips aren't brilliant the thought of buying less expensive premium brands has crossed my mind the main reason I don't is because I can't resell them in case I don't like them or want to upgrade later. I have sold my irons for a good chunk of change, so I love the fact that with big-name brands, you can sell them later on through the years. I recently sold my old Titleist 710 AP2s, which I regret in brackets, but it funded my T300s. Of course, not all, but definitely helped me to upgrade. I didn't quite... Oh, yeah, so not all the money that you got for them, obviously, went towards the T300s, but it definitely helped. Um, so for that reason, I will continue to be a brand snob. Again, I don't care what people think, um, but I play what I like. Thoughts on that? I, I just think we are wired to to choose brands that we trust, yeah. quote unquote. The amount of times I'll, I'll be literally, I brought it up in last week's podcast, I'll be driving down a motorway and look at a car and go, oh, that's nice, I like that. 
and I see the brand of the kind of go, oh, yeah, it, it's I don't, it's bad. I know, but I think we are wired like that. Like I'll go shopping, and I know, for example, those baked beans are cheaper than Heinz baked beans. But I'm picking up Heinz baked beans yeah. every time. Do you I'm get a the brand snob? Do you get beans with no extra salt and sugar? Yeah, a little bit reduced, I think. Yeah, we go yeah. full reduced. That's actually fine. Really good. Like ketchup as well, a little bit reduced. Yeah, I can live reduce with that. it a little bit. Because yeah. when you're having your burger, your chips and yeah. your pizza, <laughs> it's, good it's to a have. little bit of reduced. Yeah, so I think, I think unfortunately, we are hardwired. And it'll be the same in golf shops. If you go in a golf shop next time, have a look at which golf clubs are presented the nicest. I yeah. can guarantee it'll be your Titleist, your Callaway, your Pings, your TaylorMades, won't it? Mm-hmm. Your phasers, yeah. you know, will be they'll just be tucked in a corner. Yeah. They won't be given the same prime location. And again, when you're as a as a customer, when you're going into these shops and you're looking around, certainly if you are actually going into a shop, but even if you went online, I can almost guarantee the the major players in in the space will have prime location on the websites i agree um actually interesting you mentioned ping a minute ago because we have now started to see their new products yes and ping have done it a very interesting way last couple of years or last few drives which is a bit frustrating for us but they have um released them earlier in um what would you call it asia asia and australia i think they were doing that this year no they are that's really um, that, actually. And the new one, is it the G four thirty five or what is it? I'm, I've forgotten now. G four G four thirty, yeah, sorry. Um and I'm I'm actually gonna be honest, I am a big ping fan. I've currently got the driver and the three wood. I've actually got the seven wood, which I kind of put in and out of the bag. The new one, I'm sure it will be fantastic, but I'm really not happy with the colouring. And I know that sounds silly and it's a tiny thing, but ping and no being quite classic, aren't they? And this year, it looks very similar to last year's, the G425. But when you look at the golf club, like, looking down, they've started to put some, like, paint on it, or, like, lipstick, some people call it. And I know it sounds silly, it's such a small thing, but it really doesn't look that good. Yeah, I, I think I like it. I'm just looking at some images online now, and the, there's two drivers. There's a, well, there might be three, actually, but there's a, I'm looking online now at the 430, the G430 Max. Yeah. Okay, the one that we're currently gaming in, yeah. in the previous model. That has got um, a, a completely matte top with a little bit of detail towards the back. You're right, with the kind of white lines around the lipsticky bit. The G4, G430 LS Tech has got like a, an old M2 vibe carbon it crown. Has, they've gone carbon on the crown of the LS Tech, which is very new for So we've still got the turbulators that are in matte black, but the back of it, now that to me, I'm a big fan of how mm. that looks. Does look very this good. is just a, a, images online. We've not got these products yet, and hopefully, hopefully when we do, we'll be the, one of the first, um, certainly outside of Asia, to review it. Um, but yeah, they do look very good. I've also got the irons. Oh, what are those irons that I showed you the other day? What are they called? In I these. no, the pink ones that I showed you. The I. Oh, I can't remember. I two. Oh, oh what yeah, the new pink irons. I can't remember. It's not very good of me. They I, look. Yeah ridiculous no but um, as i said i'm sure these new ping drives will be spot on can't wait to, to get them in your hands get them tested rick and we'll obviously post a review as soon as we can um but yeah looks wise they do look good don't be wrong they do look really nice it's just that that bit of paint i just feel like when you're putting the club behind the ball i personally i like it to look fairly simplistic and i just yeah. don't get that i don't think it adds much if it was there for like alignment purposes or something but it's just to make it look a bit newer and it has definitely got a look so people have said this of the Cobra um, speed, Rad. Rad, that's the one. 
rad. It's got a bit of that vibe, the same kind of colours. Just colors. the colourway. Yeah. Uh, personally, again, not seeing it in real life, I think I like this more. Well, I do. yeah. And there's there's one thing that I've definitely become much more aware of over my period of time testing golf clubs, even though it's been 10 years. I don't think I like shiny golf clubs. Really? Shiny crowns on drivers. Yeah. I think I'm all about matte or matte or carbon or something because I, I put a driver down the other day. It was a new one and it had a... a a gloss that be finish. a TSR. It was a TSR. I played with Carter last week and he had one. And uh, I put it down. And for me, it was quite a sunny morning. I felt like there was so much going on on the mm. club head. Like I could see my mate stood over there because of reflection. I could see the trees. I- Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Could see the sky, and I'm like. Don't, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. It's too much going on. And I put my driver down because it's matte black. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's nothing going on there. Yeah. All I'm seeing is club head, ball and whack. Where when when I've got a shiny gloss driver down, I'm like, oh, God, I can't I can't focus. Mm. Yeah, hear you. Um, yeah. So I did play a casual round of golf last weekend. With Andrew Carter. Carter With Carter. Uh, my mate, John Beasley, and a, and a pro who used to be a pro, but now he's not a pro. We played at me. We had a fantastic match. Um I absolutely white. I mean, Cart was on my team, but I wiped the floor with it. Ah, oh, so that's what I wanted to talk I about. I wiped. It. I mean, he was he was bloody pathetic. <laughs> I mean, granted, we went out for a few scoops the night before, but he was just he was just really bad. Did he embarrass himself or John Beasley? At one point, I know. Unfortunately, he didn't have the greatest <laughs> quest for the Open final qualifying. But even turned around and kind of nudged me and went, "Is he still? Is he? Is he still turn pro, Carter?" Yeah. I'm only joking. <laughs> Carl, I'm sure he's listening. Apparently listens to every episode. Does he? He's telling me. Every single episode. Wow. So, everybody listening, don't tell Carter this. And st- let's see if he texts me this code. Okay. Okay. 
and I'll I'll share it on the Instagram, but nobody tell Carter to text me this code, okay? Okay. Smelly sausages. <laughs> <laughs> See if he texts me that. And if he does, he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Nobody, listen, everybody, don't tell him. And this is this is gonna be proof if he listens or not. Yeah. And if he doesn't, then he's a liar. I must admit, when you said a code, then I thought it was something really good. Like, I don't know what, but <laughs> sm- smelly sausages wasn't what I was expecting. But fair enough. You do you, Rick. Um, but we've also, this week, not only have you played with Carter and battered him and embarrassed him and destroyed him. Even though he's on my team. And we, and beg we, for mercy. And we have the match. But, anyway. yeah, but still, let's make it bigger. Uh, we've also filmed some absolute Sally Stonker videos. And um, they will be coming to your YouTube channel in this next week or so. We've been busy. Uh, we have. We are really busy. Are stressfully busy. Are too busy. Um, because as much as you share good news. Yeah. Share some bad news. Go on. Okay. The reason why we filmed so much this week, I'm gallivanting again next week. I'm yeah. on holiday with the family. Mm. Now, at the moment, that means we might not have a podcast for next week. Yeah. Okay. We might not do. But we filmed shed loads of YouTube videos coming your way. We soon. did. So there's some very, very exciting ones. And um should we give a little hint of what they are or Yeah. We, yes, okay. So one of them is a golf oh, ball. We've been shopping. We've been shopping. I, I, well, well, start again. I've been shopping. Rick's been spending. So I get to do the good stuff. I find stuff online that's going to be good and then Rick has to pay for it. <laughs> but we have found some very interesting golf balls. Now, everyone listening to this knows that golf balls can be quite pricey or they can be quite cheap. But normally when you buy the cheap ones, they're not a good quality. They're not oh. very good brands. You don't know where to trust them. I think trust is a big, big thing. What if I told you, Rick, that Callaway make a golf ball? You already told me last week. Yeah, but then didn't. All right, okay. Know. Yeah, okay, yeah. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Callaway make a golf ball. At the moment, it's about a pound a golf ball. What? Yeah, a pound a golf That's it. It must be fake. It's not Callaway. It's a Callaway. It's okay. real, genuine. You can only buy it from one retailer in Europe. Oh, it's going to be off one of those dodgy websites, isn't it? It's off Wish. No, it's not. It's off Amazon. Oh, I've heard of that <laughs> yeah. one. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've got I've got Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon and it is about a pound a golf ball and it's a Callaway ball that is what's called an SMU. So it's only available at one select retail that Callaway make it exclusively for. Um but it's real. It comes in a nice box. Let's buy some. We then bought some. And, we <laughs> and then we fast forward time. Fast forward time. We reviewed it and let's just say Callaway have got a secret golf ball. They don't spend. I'm stopping. Are you coming? Yeah, stop for a second. This secret golf ball, okay, mm-hmm. may question why golf balls cost any more money than what it, they do. Exactly. It, yeah, because it works. And what's very strange is Callaway spend no money on marketing it. You won't see it on their own website. You won't see it really anywhere other than this retailer, Amazon. And it was, yeah. A little little, little, little known retailer called Amazon. A little small retailer. But no, but what I'm, you would see it on there, but I think people may not buy it because I've never heard of that ball before or I'm not sure why that's so cheap. But it was exciting. Yeah, very, very good. We also went shopping at another big retailer called Costco. Yes. Um, they've got a new package set out, which yes. we bought a few weeks ago, actually, and we've only just come to now review it. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, and also, we've been shopping at another retail store, one of the biggest sports retailers in the world, and they've decided to make their very own golf equipment. Yeah, and I think what was um, quite good with these videos is we often obviously test the latest and greatest, the expensive stuff, like the ping drives that are coming out soon. We'll obviously review those. But so many golfers, maybe not people listening to this podcast, maybe a few, but so many new golfers or non-golfers starting to play golf, 
want to buy something easy and simple and package yeah. sets are the go-to and package sets can be great. I mean, my first ever set was a Lynx Junior package set. It had a three wood that was like your driver, five, seven, and nine iron and a putter. Yeah. And that was all it had, a little Best. pencil bag. Um, so I think in some regard, a package set and your first set of golf clubs is arguably the most important set of golf clubs you will ever own. <laughs> and we've tested them. And the I'm results are coming on YouTube. Yeah, the very interesting results. There's some decent stuff out there. There is. I think if you look and you 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 know you don't get scammed. Obviously, we had we had the golf ball incident a few weeks ago. The refurbished golf balls, mm. the Pro V ones that I bought from American Golf, and they were absolutely shocking, 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 shocking to the point where the actual <laughs> the, the CEO of the golf ball company messaged me. You know, not particularly very happy, but said what i said because it, it was truth the golf balls were absolutely dreadful and and i think unfortunately things like that when it seems too good to be true stops a lot of things that are probably too good are so good it's true mm-hmm. from flourishing do you know what yeah. i mean it, it, so it's it's a bit frustrating so yeah some really good reviews coming soon um and there's there's a little break 75 out this friday which i, I don't know if there might be a power cut on youtube on friday <sighs> That, that is youtube did talk about shutting down for friday 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 blackout well i'll tell you it. what then if for any reason the, the break 75 can't come out on friday i'll do a standalone after <laughs> this on my own and tell you through every single shot i hit because i played well guy played fantastic so that is going to be coming out on friday um i think you're going to really really enjoy it and we've got i'm trying to think we've not got another oh we've got a couple that we're filming oh we've got one we're definitely filming this week yes which is a one of the biggest golf venues in the uk yes marriott worthy park <laughs> <laughs> global globally recognized um hosted a number of rider cups i'm sure you can probably guess that's coming up this week mm. um we're also can we say this what's happening thursday yeah i'm getting my hands on the brand new tailor-made driver question can uh, i say that yeah you can but i don't know if you're gonna hit it yet or not i think it might be more of the spiel oh but maybe i don't know i'm sure we can tend to hit we can hit some um yeah. so we're going to be seeing the brand new tailor-made drivers for next year That's in person um which i cannot say anything about yet because you have all these bloody embargoes and all that crap so um but it'll be interesting because will it be something new new mm-hmm. will it be just a best better different version of stealth mm-hmm. that's my guess yeah you'd imagine so uh, when we've not seen anything yet at all genuinely my prediction is it's gonna be like something like a stealth 2 yeah is my prediction yeah you'd think so because certainly with brands like TaylorMade, and they spend so much money in that first year of bringing a brand to life and getting people to know the name and if you then change it the following year yeah. they've kind of lost a lot of hard work that you've done so i think that's one beauty of keeping with the name for a couple of years and the good thing i think then is if you're a guy who's got a current stealth and you're a hardcore fan, you may upgrade, but because the new one, if it is still stealth, you might not be as bothered upgrading. Whereas if it went to whatever it's going to be called, something different, you feel like, oh, okay. And that might be the case, who knows? But I think they hopefully will stick to stealth. I want it to be called stealthier. Stealthist. Stealthy. But you know what's mad? I saw online the other day, they've now released a version of it all in black, which I think you could get as a custom option yeah. anyway. But don't you think it's mad how when brands, this happens in all in all sports, it happens like football boots, they bring out a pair of shoes or a golf club that's a certain colourway, then bring out a full black version and the full black's on everyone gets excited yeah. about. But then if it came out in black and then they brought out an all white version, that would, everyone would want the all white. Yeah. 
It's like when all the tailor-made drivers went white and then they started releasing them in yeah. black again. Everyone's oh my god, you an R15 in black. Yeah, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it weird? I think stealth. I get why they had the face red because it got people's attention, but it would look cool all in jet black. Yeah, I think once you got over the hype, you don't. It's, I'm surprised not more of the tour players use the black face, but I guess they might be under yeah, contract. They have to wear the to. red. They have to wear. They have to use the red one. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll we'll uh, won't be able to tell you anything about it, but at least I'll have a. We'll have a glimpse at what that's going to look like. I'm excited. So somewhat. I feel like I'm always excited to see the drivers, literally see them and see how they've changed, what they look like. And after that, it gets to the point where it's like, is it going to be better? But I suppose at the same time, that's kind of still quite exciting because it's like in my head, it can't be any better. But then is it going to be? Mm. What are they going to say? Longer, faster, straighter? I feel like I want to get one of them on the podcast. What would people think about that? About what? A driver on a podcast? <laughs> so, Mr. Stealth. <laughs> why are you so quiet? <laughs> why are you so fast? <laughs> oh, why are you so slow? Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I th- we've always kind of stayed away from like well, chatting. They, to, they offered to give us somebody. We've always kind of stayed away from it because we don't want to f- seem like we're, you know, getting too pally with a manufacturer, which we don't really do. So, but, you know, I, it would be quite fascinating. I think an, an X. I think you brought it up last this mm. week. An ex-employee of one of these big brands would who be comes good. on with like a mask and their voice is muffled, gives yeah. all the insider secrets. That'd be quite good, that wouldn't it? It would. But yeah, they do. I think what impresses me the most is the marketing that these brands do. <clears throat> the products are all really good, of course they are. But like we said, they don't change much year on year. But yeah, they still make people want to buy them. Apple, the best at it. The best. They bring the same phone out pretty much every single year and market it in a way that people want to buy it. It's amazing. And you know that's what TaylorMade and the brands need to be doing. And that's where I think. Titleist kind of don't do it as strongly because they've got such a loyal following, they kind of don't have to. Yeah. Ping are kind of in between, aren't they? But Ping, I think, now are going to be releasing drives every two years. That's kind of set in stone. That's it now. I think so. Which I think would be a, I think it's a good move. Yeah, I do. I've not heard... Oh, have we? Have we seen glimpses of Cobra yet? Yes. Illegally. Yes. Glimpses. Illegal glimpses. That's um, supposed to be one that Bryson really had an impact on. So when Bryson joined... Not when Bryson joined. Bryson went to Long Drive World... He really had his say on this new driver. And if you remember on the podcast we did, he got excited about it. Yes. And I think Cobra weren't too happy. Oh, he was shouting yeah. about the driver that was following the one he was using or just been put in the bag even. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I think the next Cobra is supposed to be good. Well, but, considering he came second in the World Long Drive Championship. Yeah. I think that was actually with the current one, though. Imagine right. if he had the new one. Then he would have won. He'd have come second, too. <laughs> um, uh, one last bit of news. Go on. Okay, and, I, and you, people might have to wait the audience might have to wait two weeks to find out the answer to this. I'm currently bidding on something on eBay. You have shown me this. So I won't pretend I don't know, but I'll pretend I don't know for the... What is it? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I never, ever bid on anything on eBay. No. Okay? Hardly ever. I'll, I'm a buy it now type of yeah. guy. Okay? If I see something, I want it now. Yeah. Right? But I'm also enjoying the game. You're the kind of guy that buys shares with a mantra of buy high, sell low. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that's you. That, that's, my, that's my philosophy for life. Um, so at the moment, I've always wanted a stand. We went to Presswick a few weeks ago. Mm. And above the pro shop, above the uh, in the pro shop, above the, the actual till, there was a beautifully, beautifully ma- mahogany, could be, mm. okay? Scotty Cameron stand. Okay, and it was housing like four or five Scotty Camerons with the head covers. It looked amazing. Okay, now I've only got maybe three Scotty Camerons at the moment. <laughs> oh, let me get my violin out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded awful, didn't it? <laughs> I know what you meant. I just couldn't resist. Yeah, feel bad for me. 
and they've not got a stand. My Scotty Camerons haven't got a stand. You know why I blame Liz Truss? (laughs) 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 Yeah, get her out. Um, So I've not got I've not got a stand for my Scotty Camerons at the moment. They're shoved in like a tour bag. Oh god. Okay. Right. So I need a stand. (laughs) (laughs) You do. Because how can three Scotty Cameras sit in a 600-pound tour bag? They shouldn't be doing that, should they? Ostrich leather tour bag. Handmade. Uh, What's me, funny is... I don't there was me, you know what? I was trying to tell this story, trying to be relatable. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look at me buying stuff off eBay. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I'm bidding. I'm, I've been outbid at the moment. Oh no! But I quite like it. Six thousand pounds. No, it's, it's dirt cheap. At I the think moment. this could be a video though, which would justify you buying it. I think because what? Well, it's going through the business, yeah. So of course, <laughs> of course, Mr. Tax Man. But the thing is, Scotty Camerons are a strange beast because people that buy them don't really buy them to improve the putting, do they? It's just no. str- you buy them because they're a piece of jewellery, and I think. People almost know with it, but you can get some putters that are packed full of technology that are bigger, that are bulkier, that are higher, moment of inertia and stuff. But ultimately, Scotty Camerons are just absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? They're yeah. such nice putters. And they hold the value very... About that email before about being a brand snob. Scotty Camerons are probably one of the only golf clubs that really hold the value to the point where they're actually often worth more. Yeah. Well, so you good. can actually go on eBay and actually look at Scotty Cameron's, which is, I think that's how I maybe started this journey. And there's so many on there that you think, oh my God, like that looks battered. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 700 quid. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. I must admit, after, after searching last night, um, I teched who I thought used to be a Scotty Cameron fitter, who was a Scotty Cameron Nick. fitter. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't work from now. Uh. But I actually want to go for a Scotty Cameron fitting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like. <clears throat> I want to go for a fitting anyway, a putter fitting, because I'm swapping and changing like you can't believe at the moment, guy. Okay? I've got a problem. Yeah. yeah. I know I've got I've got a big problem with putting at the moment, <laughs> with my life, but putting mainly. And I'm constantly swapping, changing, tinkering, messing, and I feel like I just want somebody to go g- g- full fitting and then come out and go, that's your prescription. If it doesn't work, blame yourself. Yeah. Because mm. then I can then point the finger to the fitter then, rather than, than the putter. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'll go for another fitting. I mean, because you did have a lesson with the best putting coach in the world. And he, he told you what to do. And he said that putter was terrible. He did. Me. But yeah, I think I, I would like a putter fitting. And would you go for Scotty, I take it? You're going to go, you're not going for a bit of technology. you got like the even roll vibe after a while. You can I go know, for but, like... But, uh, he, but Scotty have got the technology vibe as well now. Have they? Yeah. The Futuras and the... Yeah, we don't have fun. If you got a Scotty and didn't get a blade, I'd be seething. I'd break your stand. You know, you know what? We... We went looking at, we were in a pro shop a few weeks ago and I was actually just looking at putters. I honestly choose putters so much about the grip. Yeah. So much about the grip. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous considering you can just swap the grip. Yeah. But I know what you mean. But having said that, I, I could pick a putter without even putting with it, just holding it in a few strokes and I can just tell if I like it. Sometimes then the feel, I had a Scott, I had an Odyssey once that was unbelievable and it was the white ice, I believe. Or was it? I can't remember anyway. No, I'll tell you what it was. I've got it. It was Odyssey White Hot, two ball, but then it had like two almost like a number seven fangs coming off it. Oh, so yeah. It, and the face had like a steely insert, I think, and it was quite firm. 
But to actually stroke it, it felt so stable and you had the two balls alignment, but the feel was minging. So that can happen. But having said that, I can, if you just stroke a putter, you can just tell. Yeah. I'll literally look at a putter stand and, and pick... And then I've not got one of them. I need one. <laughs> Why have I not got one of them? And I'll, I'll literally pick the... I'll look, I'm not looking at the heads. I'm looking at the grips and going, oh, that's a thick grip. Then I look at the head and go, oh, I quite like that head. So you're telling me you could go for a Scotty Cameron and you could walk out with a mallet and a thick grip. Because that's totally against my whole ethos of Scotty Cameron's. It, Scotty should be belayed with skinny pistol grips. But it'll look good on the stand. Once I don't use it anymore. Okay, exactly, there you go. <laughs> now, I would love to go in with the mindset I want a blade. To be honest, I do often use blades of some yeah. description. A slightly bigger blade, but some description. But as long as it's got a thick grip, then I'm fine. And you still Can you look past the thick grip? <sighs> Not really with a Scotty. Certainly if you go for a bladed Scotty, they oh, have sugar. to be a pistol. If you went for a big chunky Scotty, which I wouldn't like, but then I'd kind of give you some leeway from it with a fat grip. But if you're going for a nice Tiger Wood style Scotty, I think it has to have a skinny pistol grip for more feel. Like we talked about the, because uh, you lose feel with a thicker grip. I know, but I like them thicker. That's what she said. <laughs> with no glove on. Um, we've got some Facebook <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, I've not really been through them yet. So I don't know if you want to pick some. No vetting. Straight in. Um... Would uh, Michael Voster, would an app on your phone similar to Tinder but to find golf games in your area be something people would be interested in? We have actually spoke about this and there are actually ones out there. We spoke about this in another podcast that apparently has mentioned the same thing before, slated us for talking about it, which we didn't know that they'd ever done. So oh, that was Michael, strange. you're causing buddy beef. But apparently someone's commented, you mean like tee up, golfer's friend, dimples. There's really enough loads now to show dimples. that no loads. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so there are actually ones out there. Um... If you're playing, this is from Stephen Walker. If you're playing eighteen or na- eighteen holes on a nine-hole course, mm-hmm. do you get to play through when you're back on the first tee? Had some older chaps rather rudely enforce this rule recently, just as they were about to tee off. Didn't give the best first tee feeling for us. Mm. No, I wouldn't say so. I actually don't know how that gets policed on the nine-hole golf course. Well, there must be a rule in place. I think Ed in there. He's a member of a nine-hole course. Maybe ask him. There, there'll obviously be. A rule in place, but I feel like I don't know. Actually, it's a tough one. Mark, get Ed. I'll ask him live on the. We'll podcast. ask Ed live now. Uh, let's find some other ones. Um, what does Rick do to warm up? Any yoga or stretches? Playing more golf this year than ever before. My body is telling me so. Um, I, I, I must admit, I'd never feel my first swing if I had no warm up. I don't think it would be my fastest in the world. Yeah, lad, you've really made an entrance there. Ed, I've got a question for you. Are you a member of a nine-hole golf club? Yeah. When, um, you might be on that camera, when you get to the ninth hole and then you go back to the first to play that as ten, if there's somebody else on the first as the first, who gets priority? You can talk into Matt's mic. We'll try this for the first time. Matt's not allowed to talk into that mic, but you can, Ed. Is it working? It used to be whoever was coming down the ninth get to play, mm-hmm. but now because of all the booking system, you have to book a back ninety. All right, yeah. so you'd have to play nine and then finish at like ten past twelve, and then finished early. You had to wait. Oh my word! What about if you were getting around slow? Would you miss your tea time? I never play slow. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the group in front of you might be playing slow. Anyway, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, thanks, that was Ed. Ed, everyone. Matt, do you want to say anything? About the subject? I'll stay quiet because uh, I always play slow. Oh. So, 
That's true. Thanks, Matt. Why you got the Matt? Um, why I have got the mic there? Do you want to apologise for the podcast you've ruined? I yeah, I am very sorry for all the podcast <laughs> mistakes. Oh, I'm joking. I always see the comments on Facebook and in the Facebook group and on YouTube. But I'm sorry for going on holiday, and I'm sorry for deleting one of the podcasts. Yep, apology. But we say so thank you for all the amazing work you do, Matt. So well done. That was good. Um, goodbye. See you later. Um, have we got any more questions? There we got, we have got loads, but uh, someone said Michael Todd. Any thoughts of Charlie Hull? on as a guest that'd be good be really good we definitely need to get a few more guests oh, i've got on. one <gasps> the one who you mentioned is the day did i mention the other day the uh, belf oh maybe okay but a better one. Oh, but not. <laughs> <laughs> wow we're really seeing the real side everyone's in no, the real rick no. shield today i'm joking, fact, I'm joking. i can't say that go on, no 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 no, no you didn't one. yeah i'm joking go on so we might have someone this week which will be next week's episode but on the same afternoon I noticed there was somebody um, retiring from professional golf. I messaged them and they said, yeah, they'll come on in the next couple of weeks. All right. Do you want to give it away? Or, or no, because it's not been dead confirmed yet. Can I see it? And then um, I can judge my excitement off, off it. Am I going to be... Yeah. Good. That's oh, wow. good. No, I'm joking. Good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Some great stories there. Amazing stories. And he's going to do a different role, I guess, now. Yeah. yeah so wow. that would be quite interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um Matthew Gilbert, what's the most use, useless bit of golf kit you've bought and used never or once? You've bought some Scottie Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy Cameron put a stand. <laughs> um, wow, that's oh, a good God, one. I've bought so much crap I've never used. But have you... Have you blah, 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 blah. Why can't I speak today? I feel like I'm really a really weird voice. Have you since... Uh, did you do that before working in golf? Or if that yeah. Makes, did you? Yeah, I used to buy some crap. Did you? Yeah. Training aids were... Oh no, I never did. buy so many trades. Do you remember the David Ledbetter swing setter? Yeah. I had that. I've had loads of things. To be honest, I used to buy them for clients when I was coaching them. Um <clears throat> thinking oh, I would use that all the time and I never use it. And in, I'll sometimes give it to In clients. fact, actually, come to think of it, I remember when we used to do videos at Prairie, you had loads of crap lying around. Loads of crap. Like, um tennis rackets and training aids loads. and them swing hitting bags for quite of good though. Um this is an important one. Uh, Kiresh Patel has asked, if Rick is now a Top Tracer ambassador, mm-hmm. which I, I am still, right? Unless you've been signed. <laughs> is he now an unlockable character in the new PGA 2K23 game? I, I, don't, I don't know what the relationship between Top Tracer and that is. I don't, and I don't think Top Golf are involved in that and Top Tracer and Top Golf are associated. Should I be a character in the new video game? I wouldn't play as you. I should be in the car. I think I should be a character. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Okay. Really percent. Why would you not want to play as me? Because I want to break 75. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Inconsistent off the tee and not very long. That's what she said. Thin my Doesn't irons work. sometimes hit the green. If I don't hit the green, I put and sometimes never get up and down. It would be fun. Be realistic. If you want to play golf and it's like <laughs> realistic <laughs> and frustrating and then you're smashing up your PS5. And if, if yeah. And you could unlock, I think an extra unlock option should be uncensored Rick Shields on the 2K23 you know, game. I would love Rick Shields on the game, but it's Rick's roulette. So you, before you go, you've got this little roulette wheel and you've either got like quite good Rick who's going to shoot maybe around par. <laughs> you've got like a bit annoyed Rick who shoots eight over and you've got horrendous Rick who shoots like 16 over. That'll love be it. glass. Love it. Uh, Paul Littlewood. Littlewood. Should Rick take some hickory clubs to the driving range to practice? Uh, no. 
But I don't think they're going to come back in fashion yeah. fall, to be honest. I think if I did practice with them, I, I could get them going, but they're so bloody hard. But I'm interpreting that question potentially that he then thinks would that improve your normal game and I don't oh, think no, it would because it's, it's almost a different swing isn't it and yeah it, I think it'd actually ruin my normal game question for you actually on if, the, if I could ruin it anymore <laughs> question for you I've seen this a few times and I've got mixed opinions on this mixed thoughts I hear some people say that like they'd want to start golf with blades because if you can get used to playing blades then you're making the game easier in a sense when you start using other irons what do you think to that um, I think there's some level of truth in it but I would I think it would put more people off playing um, if they started with blades. Does that make sense? Yeah, so but the, the only reason... I think more people would quit... Yeah, exactly. ...before they even get to the point of hitting more cavity irons. Well, what I don't quite understand about it is I think people perceive that if you use a blade, you have to start using to learn learn to use the middle. But surely that's the same when you use a big cavity. You still want to yeah. try and hit the middle. Yeah. I don't know. I think I it's think one of those... I don't think a lot of truth in it. Bit of a wives' tale. Yeah. Uh, last question. Uh, Josh Richards... Um, what is Rick's new lob wedge? I've been using, I don't know how long it'll last, but um, a tailor-made high toe, but not yeah. the new one, like mm. an old Bigfoot it's called. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on that note, we'll, we'll see. At the moment, it's staying in the bag, but we'll see how long it lasts. Guys, thanks for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Press with video. Comments on that have been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for watching that. Loads of videos coming up soon. Fingers crossed we'll do our best to get a podcast out next week. If not, it'll be the week after. Aww. And with that note, thanks for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe to the biggest and best golf YouTube YouTube podcast in the world. Go to on. the biggest... Make sure to like and subscribe to the best golf podcast and biggest golf podcast in the world. There, we've said it. Full play. See you later. <laughs> Joking. And get me in 2320K. 2K23. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.